Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. God bless you. Thank you for joining me again on uh, this program. Uh, We're going to be looking at uh, I refuse to worry. I refuse to worry. Most of the times we worry about so many things. We worry about uh, so many things that needs to happen in our lives, so many things that uh, we desire to happen in our lives. And uh, worry most of the times does... um, you know, do something into our lives. And I want uh, to uh, really share on this topic so that you understand why you should not worry. Uh, And you can declare to say, I refuse to worry. I refuse to live a life of worries. Now, when you're seeking the kingdom of God, there is nothing that you and I need to worry about. Let me take you to the book of uh, Luke chapter 12 verse uh, 22 and uh, through to 34 there. Then he said to his disciples, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is uh, more than food and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which, which have neither storehouse nor burn. And God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds, and which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit, one cubit to his statue? If uh, you then are not able to do the least, Why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, he continues, and they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arid like one of these. If then God so clothes the the grasses, which today is in the field and tomorrow is uh, thrown into the oven, how much more will will he clothe you, O you of little faith? O you of little faith. He continues here and then he says, uh, And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink. No, have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms, provide yourselves Money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches, no moth destroys, and for where your treasure is, there your art will also be. 
Jesus in Matthew 6, 25 to 34 addressed this common question each of us face in order to survive, in order to try and figure out life, in order for us to try and figure out what we will do, where we will go, what we will eat, what we will, we will dress, and all, all, all sorts of things. How am I going to meet my needs? That is one of the bigger questions. Will I have food and drink? Will I have clothing? Those are some of the most asked questions in our lives. We ask those questions. I remember when we first started the ministry um, and the Lord asked me to move out of uh, Saskatchewan uh, uh, to Ontario where we are now. Um, I knew nobody in this place or in, in this uh, part of the world. I was not connected to any ministries that could, you know, I could ask for help if help was needed. So by faith, we stepped out and we came to this part of, uh, you know, Canada. And uh, the first thing that I had to ask myself is, how am I going to provide for my four children? Then I had four, I have five now. How am I going to sustain the ministry? How am I going to move forward? Having, uh, uh, having asked those questions, I could hear the voice of the living God to say, trust me, stand on my word. Don't worry about what you need to eat, what you need for your life. I will worry about that for you. You focus on what I have called you to do, how I have called you to do, and what you need to do, and the rest will come to, into, into its place. It will fall into its place. And we did that, you know, it wasn't easy. It's not easy to live by faith. It's not easy to trust God when you can't see what is happening. So we did that, and today I can testify to you that we have seen the gracious hand of God. We have never gone without a meal ever since I, I came into full-time ministries. Self-sponsored by a few people, you know, with a few people supporting our ministry. We have seen the goodness of God. We have impacted nations. We have impacted the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Jesus here in Matthew, he's emphasizing one thing here. Don't worry. There is nothing for you to worry about. Why worry? Just seek the kingdom of God. And all these things will be bring into your path. So Jesus responded to his disciples that uh, there is more to life than just food. Clothes or the basic needs that we, we need in life. There is more to life than just having food. Than just having clothes. There is a kingdom that we need to seek. And when we seek that kingdom... Everything falls into its place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. So we can all admit here that most of our prayer targets or our prayer lifestyles or prayer PowerPoint pinpoints towards the things that we need. Such as uh, financial blessings. But there is more to God than just money. There is more to God than just having a meal that you need to eat. As a result, if we don't see those things, we get overwhelmed. 
If we don't see the things we desire from God, we get depressed. If we don't see the, our, you know, our prayers answered for the things that we want to eat, then we get what? We get stressed, depressed, and we run away from God. That's why the, the, the most popular message is a prosperity message because everybody is looking to have their needs met. Very few are looking to have their spiritual needs met. Because if God meets your spiritual needs, he will provide your natural needs. That's his promises. He has promised that. And you'll find that those people that seek prosperity, for example, nothing wrong with prosperity, but I just want to tell you this. Those are things that seek blessings after blessings after blessing, or church after blessing after blessing, they don't actually end up receiving them. Why? Because receiving the blessings of God or prosperity comes after you seek his kingdom. The Bible is very clear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. So when you seek God, God will definitely give you that which you desire and that which you need above and beyond. That is the faithfulness of God. If we don't see our answers our prayers for our needs answer, answered, we become anxious. We become so anxious, so depressed, and Jesus is dealing with this topic here. He said, you don't have to worry. The birds do not worry what they're going to eat. And then he emphasizes saying, worrying won't change a thing. Let me say that once again. Worrying won't change a thing. Just you being worried about everything, worried about all things, worried about where you're going to get your money, it won't change a thing. Jesus reminded his disciples that uh, worrying won't change a thing. The God who cares for the birds or animals, he will also care for them. Don't just sit there worried about what you desire. God who created you, he is going to meet your needs. And Jesus went on to declare to them that uh, seek the kingdom of God first. And these things you need, these things you desire, these things that I say show that you need will be provided for you. It comes when you seek the kingdom of God. There is power in seeking and running after the kingdom of God. If you live in the flesh, you end up living what? Living defeated, living seeking all these uh, promises that you can't uh, attain. God has promised that he will do what he will provide for us. Abundancy is found by seeking the kingdom of God. The more I seek the kingdom of God, the more I experience the abundancy and overflow of God's provision. Breakthroughs in life are found also by seeking the kingdom of God. When you seek the kingdom of God, God will definitely provide for you. Peace and joy is found by seeking the kingdom of God. Peace and, and joy is found by seeking the kingdom of God. 
When Jesus says, uh, seek first the kingdom of God, what does he really mean and why is it important for us to understand that? Why is seeking after God's kingdom brings God's provision and sustainability? How can seeking the kingdom of God alone bring sustainability and provision? It's important to understand that seeking God's kingdom does not mean the rest of life will be fixed. But it does mean that we can have the surety, we can have the confidence necessary to keep in perspective the power of God over our lives, reducing our need to worry. So seeking God's kingdom simply means uh, concerning ourselves with the uh, spiritual things God is concerned about. We focus on uh, living life with God, fellowshipping with God, doing His will here on earth. And God in return focuses on meeting our needs. He will provide that which you need. He will provide that which you desire. So to seek the kingdom of God is uh, to intentionally focus on and uh, fully experience relationship with God. And walking in His presence and power and allow Him to manifest His goodness in and through you. That is what it is all about. Seeking the kingdom of God also includes sharing the fruit of relationship with God, with others, by using your gift or talents to bless your local church or to bless your ministry where you're serving. But here is what we all need to know and understand. We can't manifest or live in the power of the presence of God or walk in the authority of the kingdom of God or in its abundancy if our lives are lived in the flesh instead of the spirit. We worry more when our mind is consumed by the flesh, what, the, what we need. That's where it leads us to depression and stress. When you worry, you go into a mode of uh, depression. And there is a lot of uh, depression in our lives based on uh, worries. And God says there is nothing you need to worry about. There is nothing that you need to worry about. I live a life of, uh, uh, yes, I've got my concerns. But when it comes to worry about something that I don't have power over, I say, I'm not going to let that bother me. Why? I'm going to let it to God. I will do the will of God. I will do what God has called me. That is what my purpose is. So you can't seek God's kingdom in the flesh. You can't live a spiritual life in the flesh. Or else you will constantly be defeated. There is a danger of living in the flesh, seeking fleshly stuff. There is a great danger if we live our Christian lives in the power of our flesh. Our flesh dictates what we need, uh, uh, to, uh, how we need to live. The flesh brings worries, disappointments, discouragement, causes, and it causes people to do what to give up. The flesh limits us. And limits what God can do in our lives. Because we are so consumed about what we need more than consumed about what God desires us to do. 
In Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 26, we read this. It says, uh, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the last of uh, the flesh. For the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So you do not do the things that you wish. But if you, you, you are laid by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are, it goes on to demonstrate adultery, fornication, and all that stuff, sorcery, uh, uh, hatred, contention, jealousies. You know why jealousies comes in? Because I want what someone else have. I am so worried I don't have it. So guess what? Jealousy, the spirit of jealousy kicks into me. Then I begin to desire what someone else's has. And then he goes on to say, you know, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, uh, uh, outburst of wrath, selfish ambition. Selfishness comes because I don't want to share what I have. It's like I have limited goods only for me. And that's how many believers live, which is unfortunate. And then it goes on to selfish ambition. Envy. How does envy come? Envy comes by looking at what someone else has and I want that. Because I'm worried if I don't have it, people will look down upon me in the society. Don't worry about who looks down upon you. Be faithful to serve God. Be faithful to follow after God. Be faithful to trust God and God will meet your needs. You don't have to manipulate anybody. You don't have to manipulate the word of God. You don't have to buy this holy oil or whatever it is to try and get ahead. Only God can get you ahead. God can position you in positions that are better, greater and awesome. Why? Because that's how God is. If you seek his kingdom, God will position you in positions that you never thought of you could be. God will bring you to the table of men and women who have the caribou of uh, fruitfulness in their lives. If you just seek God. So, the works of the flesh are evident in at least all those things. And then he says, uh, I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You see, when you worry, then you go into envy, then you go into jealousy, then you go into hatred, then you go into fornication, you go into all kinds of uh, sin because of worry. Worry is uh, dangerous. It is dangerous to live a life of worry. Now, I'm not saying you can't have concerns to be concerned about something and to to live a wiring life they're totally different things and then he goes on to say but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering kindness you know how you have kindness you give kindness because you've experienced abundance. and where's your abundance coming from your abundance is coming from uh, seeking the kingdom of god and it says goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And those who are, who are crushed have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit and let us not become uh, conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. When you envy somebody's gift or somebody's ministry or somebody, that is totally from the devil. God does not tell you to envy anybody. God does not tell you to be another pro, you know, example of me. You are you. 
He provided something special in within you. And he wants to use that. So he doesn't want you to be a copycat of another person. He wants you to be you yourself. You know why we want to be copycats of others? Because we want to copy what someone else is doing so that we can feel good about ourselves and not to, you know, get out of that worry thinking we're doing something. You have not done something for the kingdom of God unless you do it as you, the original, the way God created you because he desires to use you as the original, not a photocopy of another person, another ministry. That's not what God intends to do. So here is the benefits of uh, seeking God's kingdom. Let me give you the benefits of seeking God's kingdom. Number one, no need to worry about anything. When you seek the kingdom of God, God will seek out for you what you need. Matthew 6, 31, 33 says what? Do not worry, saying, what shall, shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagan run after all those things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So when you seek the kingdom of God. The benefit of seeking the kingdom of God. Is that you know, you, there is no worry. You need not to worry about a thing. God's ears will be attentive to our prayers. The benefit of seeking after the kingdom of God is that God's ears will be attentive to your prayers. First Peter 3 verse 12 says this, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So when you seek the kingdom of God, you seek God, God's eyes and hears will be attentive to you, to your needs, and to what you need. You know why many people don't prosper? Because they put, they have turned prosperity into their God. And they've kicked God out of the picture. That's why they can't prosper at all. They run after everything and anything, and they don't get ahead. You get ahead in life by seeking the kingdom of God. Number three, the benefits of seeking the kingdom of God. You will be delivered from the spirit of fear. Psalms 34 verse 4 says, uh, here's the psalmist, he says, uh, I sought uh, the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Fear brings worry. Worry brings a fear those two are dangerous and when they are in your life you become depressed and stressed and then heart attacks and all that stuff god is saying today don't worry about nothing i got this i got you i created you i brought you here on earth i have a purpose for you i have a plan here is another benefit of uh, of um, um of, uh, of seeking the kingdom of god you will live. You will have life. You will, have, you will be full of life. Amos chapter 5 verse 4 says this. This is what the Lord says to the house of Israel. Seek me and live. You will have life. You will have healthy. You will have everything that you need. Because when you seek God. You are walking in his presence. 
And where the presence of God is, not only there is liberty, there is liberty there. There is provision, there is sustenance, there is abundancy, there is life. So when you seek the kingdom of God, you become full of life. I've had people ask me, uh, man, how come you're always smiling? You're always like a happy, hey, things are not always glorious in my life. But you know why I'm able to laugh, to smile as if nothing is going on in my life? Do you know why I'm able to stand when, I, when things are not working in my life? It's because my standing is not in my own abilities. My joy is not in what I have. My joy is in who has me. And when God has you, you got everything to rejoice about. And there is nothing the devil can do to stop you from smiling, from laughing, from having a little joy. Because your joy does not come from how much you have, how much money you have. Let's continue here as we finish the program today. When you seek the kingdom of God, you will be what? Strengthened by God. God will strengthen you. God will strengthen you. Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 says this. For the eyes of the Lord range, range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Oh my goodness. Beautiful scripture. Look at this here. For the highs of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. When you commit to God, you fully commit to pursuing God. You fully commit to the purposes of God. You passionately serve God. You desire Him. You do His will. You do your best to serve the God who has served you from the power of sin and death. Guess what happens? When you are going through the weakest time of your moment, when you're going through troubles, when you're going through things in your life, guess what happens? God's, God's eyes, the Spirit of God, is like it's like a GPS looking to where you are, locating where you are, strengthening you, giving you the strength, giving you the joy. You get up as if nothing happened. That's what our God is capable of doing. So, seek the kingdom of God. There is no need to worry. There is no need for you to panic. There is no need for you to seek what others have. You have a better thing because God created us with something better. You may be envying or jealousy of someone of what they are doing. Trust me, you could have something even better because that's how our God has given us those abilities. I want to encourage you today to cast off all your cares upon Jesus. To cast off all your worries upon Jesus. To cast off all your unnecessary worries and say, I choose to trust God. I will not worry. I will look to God. I will trust God. I will go through this season with God and I'm not going to give to the devil or to the enemy. I will not give in and I will not give up. Such is uh, kingdom people, kingdom mind minded people. Seek the kingdom of God. If you're walking with God, there is no need for you to worry. Just in closing here, you remember the story when Jesus told his disciples to go to the other side. 
and as they went to the other side, there was a storm. The storm came and Jesus was just right there relaxing. As the disciples were worried, they, go, they, they were worried, we are dying. They were worried, something is wrong. We're going to die here. And my, Jesus woke up, he calmed that storm. And what did he say? Where is your faith? Where is your faith? You see, you, you can't have faith and have worries at the same time. One has to give. Faith will cause you to believe God and cast off all your worries on God. And that is what God desires us to do. He says, taste me, trust me, and taste me, and see if I will not open the windows of heaven. I pray today that God is going to strengthen you. That whatever you are worried about, I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ, that your worries are lifted off in Jesus' name. For Yahweh is giving you shalom, the peace of God, the peace of heaven upon your life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And you there, before I go, you've never given your life to the Lord. I want you to pray with me real quick here. Just say, dear Jesus, forgive my sins. I surrender to you. Cleanse me and wash me in Jesus' name. I receive you as my personal Savior. Today I declare I will live a different life. A life of pursuing your kingdom and seeking your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you if you prayed that prayer or you just want to get in touch with us, email us info at kitvnetwork.com or email me directly kazumbasi at gmail.com. God bless you. Until then, shalom. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You. Please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.